yesterday I, I had chicken, right? I get my meat delivered from uh, um, Grubhub? No, no. <laughs> Butcher Box. I get my meat delivered from Butcher Box. Oh, okay. And so they have chicken and everything like that. So what I did is I got, um, I had gotten, like, I get the strips. Right. Instead of getting chicken breast, so I get the they already they're already the test. So yeah. I I grilled them and I made um like a burrito bowl. Nice. Yeah, with some jet from some uh, basmati rice, black beans. I did it the chipotle way with like the 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 uh, what do you call it with the um like the the, the not, like I didn't cook the onions. I used a red onion, right. Whereas the place up to like right off the block, I think they're Colombian. Um, they make it like they grill their peppers. They grill their peppers and onions. Oh wow! They make it that way. Mm. So I, yes. Yeah, that's what I did. So that's what I had. And then I had. You're some, making me really hungry right now. Yes. Well, yesterday I had the chicken. So today I had the other one. I had the steak. Today I had steak. From butcher box I, I needed my protein yes protein. that's what i need yeah and yeah. uh i need my protein because i have a new pup who's sleeping oh yeah i saw the photo so she, cute puppy dog well yeah she's been doing pretty good until um she had a little pedal situation but i couldn't yell at her you know because <laughs> You don't yell at her, so I did exactly what they tell you to do. Put the leash on. Come on, let's go piddles. Meanwhile, she's like, I don't want to go outside again, you asshole. And you had to <laughs> set up. And all of a sudden, because I rip one, she, what happened was she shredded one. I keep them up just in case, right? She's only like, she's not even a year yet. So she, in case she shredded it, she shredded it, and I forgot to put a new one down. So it was my fault. Aw. It's all right. For the most part, she's been ringing the bell when she has to go piddle, so. Nice. She has a bell. I took I, on my front door. I have I oh. got one of these bells, so she'll go down the stairs. And if she just goes down the stairs and she's sniffing, it's cool. <clears throat> but if she rings the bell, then I know she has to go for a walk, <clears throat> which is a little annoying because she'll ring the bell. Yeah. So you have to fucking take her for a walk. You know what I, you know what I'm yeah. saying? She's yeah. catching on. Like I have a little bell on the back here. So she, so even Aww. my other dog, they ring the bell and they want to go on the deck. So she's kind of got the trick, but that's not so bad. Cause I, like I even used to get mad at my other dog. I say, Lucy, I'm not going to open the fucking door every 15 <laughs> seconds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So this one's the same way, but you know, it's all good. She's sleeping now. Mm -hmm. Um, listen, plausible. Talk to me about this. I, I signed up. Yeah, I saw you signed up as a fan and not a comedian. Did I signed up as a fan. <laughs> you did, but I can fix that tonight. You fix it. Oh, I see yeah. you. All right. Yeah, that's okay. But that's okay because now you see what fans see, which is totally different than what you'll see as a comedian. If I log in now, I have to. Uh, I have to log in as a fan. I have to delete your account, and you have to re-register. All right, you can delete it. Then. So, <laughs> no, just delete it, and I'll do it again. Now I see what I did. All right. So it's the I highlighted fan. It's but when it's purple, it's when it's white. It's fan when it's so if it's white and it matches the whole registration box, which is white. That's what you're signing up as. I yeah, I think All it's right. a little confusing. Well, 
And I'm probably the only one that did that, to be honest. You are not, so I have to fix it. Yeah. So the, my, my team has to fix it. I don't know anything about so This is really cool. So tell me about this, because I like this idea. And my six listeners, you know. <laughs> I can't believe I signed up as a fan, but now I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, supportive. I follow everybody. I know. I was like, dang, look at Michelle. Yeah, well, I'm like, oh, she's she's a fan. So in, when you're a comedian, you don't follow anybody, right? My you know, laundry's done. Go ahead. <laughs> you hear that? Let's full close while we chat. Um, yeah. yeah. So, what do you want to know? Where should we start from the beginning? Like, what made you do? What What made you think of this whole thing? What made so, you think of this idea? Good question. So. I used to live in New York, as you know, that's how I know you. And then I was there for many years and getting, you know, your ups and stage time in New York is, mm. you know, common. It's like the thing, like you get, you go out, you get stage time, you do mics, you do several a night, every night mm. and you're doing it. But then I moved to LA and I suddenly found myself spending more time on the 405 than I did on any stage. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Why am I driving for yeah. legit hours to get just a few miles for a couple minutes of stage time? Like, it's expensive. Gas is expensive. Yeah. And it was really time consuming. And I, and I, you know, I have to do, in per we have to do in person. Like, there's nothing right, that's going right, to replace right. it. Let me just preface this. Nothing will replace an in-person show. Right. Mm, can't right and i get that so i am i just want to let you know that i'm not creating anything to replace in-person comedy because you can't there's a magic to in-person we all thrive on that yeah. but as, as get out of new york and getting stage time isn't the same and being in la although there's a lot of opportunity getting there is a you know olympic sport in itself yeah. it was ridiculous and i was like well how do i find a way to bridge the gap. Like, how do I get some time to work out my material, you know, and fit it in my other schedule, you know, my schedule and, you know, gas budget and all that kind of stuff. And also, you know, and show up prepared for shows. So I thought, right. well, what if I do, do something using existing technologies? Now this was before COVID. This was in August before August of 2019, before COVID, okay. we didn't even know anything about it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to use Zoom and, my WordPress site and my scheduling system and all that. First, I'll just start with Zoom and I invited some comedians and we started doing it every week. And after a couple of months, people were like, you know, it was different than doing it in person because we got to know each other. It was a little yeah. bit looser. Yeah. You know, you could have different conversations. Not a lot of people were doing it. And so we ended up working through sets and giving each other feedback. So peer to peer feedback, a little bit more intimate and got to know people. Yeah. From everywhere. So I, would, I was connecting people from LA to New York, right? And then people were like, hey, how come you aren't charging for this mic? Like, this is actually kind of workshoppy and valuable. And I was like, hmm, comedians never offer to pay for anything. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe there's something here. Maybe people yeah. can, it's not just me needing this. And, uh, and then COVID happened and other people all of a sudden started doing Zoom mics and things. And, and so when, but before that, even I was like, how do I, create this into something i ended up going back to school i'd always said i'd go back to school at a certain age if, mm -hmm. if you know uh if i could and so i was like well maybe i could do something that would help this long so i went back and got my master's in innovation and entrepreneurship at uc uh irvine oh, and 
And, uh, you know, I figured I'm too old to have a baby, but I could do this nine month accelerated master's program. So, uh, so in nine months, you know, I could at least do that, but it was an accelerated master's program and, um, you could do it in one or two years. And I was like, this could really help. It was very immersive. So anyway, um, I came up with this idea of all the things that we need as comedians, right? We we're, we're constantly promoting. We got to schedule people like booking people on shows or mics is just a Royal pain in the yeah. behind, right? Like, because people don't read anything. And then also you got to no. get people's emails and then it bounces or they're like, Oh, I didn't look. Why don't you text me instead? And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right. And then people you have to text. Yeah. And, and people, you know, so people don't know how to maintain their own Google calendar. So well, they don't read because my friend Bonnie, she runs a mic at the New York comedy club. And so one day she goes, Michelle, can you host the mic? It's going to be on West Fort. It's going to be at the East Fourth Street location because they were having a class at, at the at the Midtown. Yeah. So, so yeah, and you know, sure enough, I had to wait for twenty minutes because they all showed up at the, like, and it even said on the thing, you know, like everyone. Yeah. Thought, they'll make a mistake and they'll admit it. Like when I get there, but I was like, no, but it did say the right address, and I'm like, yeah, they don't read. Exactly. You know, yeah. They don't read. They just like nobody reads. It just has to no. be a giant graphic of something with an arrow. Yeah. And, um, so I was like, we need that. We need a thing to schedule that sends out reminders to people. So I don't have to, mm -hmm. um, I need, you know, doing bringer. I'm not a fan of bringers. Mm. I am not. No. Is anyone a fan of bringers? Okay. No. no. So like, it's, you know, you go to a show and, you know, everybody in the show is expected to bring people rather than a venue promoting it or yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. It's, it's a, it's a tough situation and it's, a long time situation when yeah. I was like, how do we fix that problem? And, and then it was like, well, you know, the existing technologies are great. They got us through a pandemic. I'm not going to bash anything like that because we made it through. Thank God. It worked. Yeah. Uh, but what if we could do better? Right. Yeah. What if we could, what if we could design something that was specifically for a solo artist, like a comedian, that had all of these features and tools to make so that we could focus on actual comedy instead right. of like administrative task 90% yeah. of the time. And also comedians and websites. How many comedians have websites? And once you get it, how many comedians update their websites? No, right? It's just like a website from like DOS in 1984. It's like, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You know, and and then it's like, you know, and then comedians, we forget to put in stuff on the calendar and then no one knows when we're, pro and no, none of our friends go to that anyway. And then there's social media and we can do posts, but it's like these clips. And I don't know about you, but it, I, it takes me an entire day to edit something on my phone because yeah. I can't see, I got to put on reading glass. Like, I'm like, I don't even know. So I was like, what if we could have a lot of these tools all wrapped in a bow and, you know. To, to to make our life easier in between shows so that it's not like waiting for the next show, but we're actively right. doing something in between. So that's why I created Plausible because there's a fan side to it. And there so, so it also serves comedy fans. I ended up interviewing a ton of people who love stand-up comedy, but yeah. would only go see a stand-up show like once a year, maybe. Well, you know what? They're going to like see, we're lucky in, this, in New York City because, you know, you have the ones in the city but and like even out on Long Island, even though there's three and they're all owned by the same person, you know, you're gonna go to a show there, you're gonna see local comics. Yes. You know, and you might see a headliner now and then, but 
what this yeah this opens it up for everybody you can see people people don't know like i can say hey do you know who chris monty is and you'll say no do you know who chris <laughs> roach is right yeah and meanwhile they've both been they've both been on um tv chris Ro uh, chris roach tours with kevin james you know yeah so right but you wouldn't know that. Yeah, it, it, yeah. right. It, that's exactly it. Like, people only yeah. know, like, people who have Netflix specials. And everybody's like, I gotta get a Netflix special. It's like, what if you could do your own? Exactly. Like, what if we could, what if we could democratize this whole system and lower the barrier to entry and give people a place where you can produce and host and be on each other's shows with other comedians across the country and potentially around the globe? Like, what what if this is possible? And so that's what I was thinking. I'm like, what like if a network? You can make it a network. What if? Yeah. Why can't it's we like help each other? Like, should be right. Like all rising tides should lift all boats, and that's that's what I'd like to see. So I created. I, I ended up creating this company so that I could get the right team together and we could develop this platform. So it I, it is not Zoom. It is not something that you can right, get anywhere right, right. else because we developed it. But basically, uh, fans log in, and you logged in as a fan, so I love this because you see this. So when you log in as a comedy fan, you log in, the first time you register, uh, you can give us a little bit of information, like what kind of comedy do you like? Do you like clean comedy, corporate comedy? Like who likes corporate comedy except HR? But who, you know, yeah, clean comedy? That's like, good because that can get you booked. Do. Exactly. And, and so put that on there and then clean comedy, uh, moderate, moderate's kind of like kind of edgy, but not dirty, maybe one cuss word, but a lot yeah. of innuendo, right? And then you've got your club comedy, obviously we know what that is, and then blue comedy, which is dirty and yeah. more shock value, right? And so you can pick and you can pick more than one, like I do all of these things. So now you're going to show up and it, or so to so your fans. So so fans will see these things populated in their feed. So think about it like when you sign up for net Netflix and you set your settings and preferences. Oh, yeah, it yeah, kind of yeah. helps us know what you're looking for, right? right we can right. help you. And then it asks things like, um, you know, what topics do you like? Do you what do you want to hear most about? Relationship, anecdotal observational self-deprecating what right. do you want to hear least about religion politics what you can pick whatever yeah and then once you create your profile now you go to the next screen you can follow some comedians follow at least one and then you can click on the so there's like a whole directory of comedians right. and then people can click on the on the comedian card and learn more about that person like their bio and everything like comedians also have a bio and it's kind of a comedian's own personal web page that fans can access yeah, yeah and then and then from there fans can pick what shows they want to register for so any shows that uh comedians are are scheduling show up on the feed for fans and they can sort by all these different different topics and stuff and they can register just by clicking the register button and then yeah. the comedian knows that hey people are signing up to come see my live show so all shows are live in real time they're not pre-recorded videos so on the flip side of it oh and at a at a time when the show goes live the fan logs in and they're like oh i have a, I'm, i signed up for a show at noon today on my lunch hour and they can go in and click join and yeah. They don't get admitted to the room. They'll get admitted automatically at showtime. So if they show up a few minutes early, it will say show will begin and, and it counts down. And then minutes. you pop in. 
Yeah, and then you pop in, and then it automatically brings all the fans into the room. Now, on the flip side of it, a comedian registers, they fill out their information to populate their webpage with their bio and everything and their headshot. And then you can put in your IMDb page, uh, but... Um, all your information should be right there. And then you tell what kind of comedy you do, what topics you talk about, blah, blah, blah. Then um, once you get to your dashboard as a comedian, your dashboard, you have a whole calendar with a show scheduling tool. And so you can click schedule show. And then when you click that, it'll ask you to tell the show name, a description, start and end times, the date, put in a show poster, and then you can make sure it's all good. If you have other comedians that you want in on the show with you, you put their names in the description so people know. And and then it goes on your calendar. And then at showtime, and then you can also, you get a feed where you can register and watch other comedian shows if you want. You can do that. You can go to open mics. Like, oh, so-and-so is hosting an open mic. Click on register and then, you know, go to all the mics you want to go to. Um, They're all live. Then when you go in the show, here's the key feature that I think is really super important because people are like, ah, Zoom, kill me. Um, you know, because there's audio delays. We don't have audio delays. We can all be talking over each other and still hear each other and nobody's audio get cuts out. You can play music, no audio gets cut out. Okay. People can laugh and clap and you don't miss your punchline. Right. And if you want to host uh, and, and bring other people onto the stage, you can yeah. make other people uh guest comedians and bring them on the stage and then put them back in the audience you can do crowd work the same way and then after the end of each show when you close the show and it shuts down all the fans get uh, a pop-up box that says hey rate your comedian give any helpful feedback um you know i don't want it to be a dumpster fire so don't fear this this feature could change on use cases but but people can be like hey that was really great i'm gonna come see you again blah 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 and then click and then and then it goes on your and then it it shows up the ratings and reviews show up on the comedian's profile page oh this is cool yeah so i went through a lot but that's it Mm -mm. And, uh, yeah and there's a lot more features to come so when what like but what i'm saying is so but i used to do uh, first of all with the pandemic that was like a home run i love the pandemic yeah I, listen this is great and flappers they passed me online right nice book me all the time brian kiley used to book he used to put me on his shows he worked for conan oh wow yeah and yeah then booked, and then he wrote for ellen the last season nice right and i'm like this guy and he knew like a lot of people that i knew here like older like he knew like chris monty he knew these guys but like um i would have never met him if i if i didn't happen to do a show at flappers you know what i'm saying yep and yep then like when i used to host mics um we used to get people from from all over but also too what i liked is that you met so many comedians from all over and it does and there's people that you know, they don't want to go out. And and you know what? Especially, it's cold. It is freezing today. And what time is it? It's 10 o'clock. I probably would have just been getting home now from the the uh, the mic downtown. Yeah. Yep. If I didn't have Pearl that I don't, can't trust yet by herself. <laughs> but like, and then, you know, it it's true. That, and, and, you know, and it's so funny because there was a lot of people that started hosting their own mics during the pandemic. And I say to myself, hey, I wonder what happened to this guy. You know, because like I eventually I yeah. had to go back to work. A friend of mine actually still does it. Um, 
And you know what? And she gets a nice little group. She gets some fans. And it's like, this is like a home run. You know, yeah. it's like you find comedy fans. There's comedy fans out there. Like when I turn on TV and it's comedy, it, it might be Comedy Central. Do you know that they'll have comedy TV? Do you know when that's from? Hmm. 2005, 2007. What the hell is that shit? Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Gilbert yeah. is dead already. You know? Yep. Well, yeah. So so even this week alone, right? So tonight I ran a mic. Uh, I, I brought back casual comedy, right? Remember when I was doing casual the sketch casual and camel? Sketch. Yes. So I brought back casual comedy uh, so people can come to the mic. I've been doing them several. I just started doing them several times a week because we just went live a couple of days right. ago. So what time is you? What time is it? Your time or my time? When you post it, uh, I posted a couple different times. Uh, tonight it was five p.m. Pacific, eight p.m. Eastern. Okay, cool. And then I was I did one this weekend at noon on Sunday. When yeah. I oh yeah yeah noon. Okay, yeah. it was three o'clock your time. So yeah, yeah. and it, one, of I, could, one of them I couldn't do because I when I got the thing I was like oh I try I was driving back from the city I was trying to make it back home. Mm hmm. Yeah. Five after three. Yeah. That would be it. And then, so, but then I'm doing another one tomorrow night at, at 8 p.m. Eastern. And then. Oh, okay. So I signed up for that one then. Oh, it good. 8 p.m. Good. Well, and then, and then someone, a, a new comedian, uh, Rich Collier, he's going to be uh, hosting Hump Day Happy Hour Mike and Trivia Room. Wait, I have to. So now I have to sign up as a. Uh, I have, can you, what, can you bounce me I'll, out of. I'll, yeah. Uh, do you want me to share my screen? No. I'll bounce you out of the fan thing. I can't do it right now. While we're no, that's on. what I'm saying. When but, you're dumb, yeah, when you yeah. like, so I can do it as a comedian and register as a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. I think absolutely. I a fan for tomorrow. That's okay. Uh, you can still show up and I can, I can host you on there. Mm hmm. Yeah. I can, it'll so, still work, but I should okay. have it fixed by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, um, but this is like a really cool thing. Thanks. Yeah. And then there's a whole show with four comedians on the 23rd with the Barry and Mike show. And so Barry Weisenberg, who's the king of one-liners, oh, uh, he's so hilarious. Cool. He's been doing comedy for a lifetime. Bob Uten, who does a lot at Flappers out in LA, Steve uh, Guttner, and Mike McCauley. So Mike McCauley is also in the LA area. So those four are doing a show on the 23rd. So I'm definitely going to check that out. Oh, I have yeah. another mic on the 26th, the day after Christmas at 5. And then Barry Weisenberg is holding a comedy class open mic, so a workshop open mic, on the 7th of January. He's starting that on Saturdays at See, 12 noon. This is what's a home run because, like, again, I babysit Thursdays and Fridays for my niece's kids, ranging from, like, almost a year to Briella's Bri 5 and TJ's 3, I think, something like that. So you Aww. know, no, real we people. have a lot of we have a lot of fun, <laughs> but like, so I don't go to when I'll go to a Wednesday mic early, so I'm not coming home at eleven o'clock at night. So because I have to babysit the next day, and that's not going to be fun. You know what I mean? Right. Where the online ones are different because you're right here and you're done. Even if it's yeah, time, it's right here and I'm done. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. You're not sitting, you know, in a like up all night waiting. Yeah, like you're at least 
comfortable and you don't have well, a long commute home. I'm, I'm getting yeah. it's it's productive. In other yes. words, because like like I said, those other two, you know, like when I don't have to babysit, oh yeah, no, that's a different story because then I'm able to go. Like I'm not gonna go in there and, and like I had a show on um like two weeks ago at uh the Grand Village Comedy Club. I had some, my niece got somebody to cover for me because I'm not going to come and be exhausted the next day, you know. Right. So right. That's, but that's what I'm. This is much different because it's like okay, now it doesn't take me an hour to get home. Yes, exactly. It's bridging that gap. It's like I have some time. If I could just get some, you know, some material worked out in this gap of time, yep. it'd be great. So and yeah, bring it. Like during the week, and you know, even on the weekend, even on the weekend, if nothing, I don't have anything, you know. <laughs> And like even here, you know, Caroline's is uh, she's done. Caroline, yeah. Uh, the the account that you create on Plausible is free. This is your freemium account right now, and we'll be rolling out more features and everything. Right. And eventually, there'll be uh, a membership that you can do. But yeah. with that membership, you'll also have the opportunity to earn money. That'll yeah. give you payment in, in integration so that you can charge for shows. Right, right, and, right, and then. Suddenly, you know, you're not getting paid with a hamburger anymore. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so well, I I get so happy when I get twenty five bucks. I know, right? And it's like, yeah. oh my god, twenty five bucks didn't Thank even cover you. my yeah. gas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I know somebody who went and booked a, a out of town gig and made a certain amount of money, but then paid three times as much for the hotel and travel. Yeah. That's what <laughs> like, somebody booked me like for jersey and at first i was like oh yeah 100 bucks and i'm like fuck that man i gotta pay the tolls and shit and gas and then they changed the location and i upped the price and it's probably like closer but i never and actually it was supposed to be yesterday and then so then like another one like i said oh, i'm gonna put it's gonna be this much like i gotta pay tolls there's you know there was a tonight show and you know, when jay leno left you know, the yeah. Tonight Show was kind of, and these late night shows, like Conan had a show. I loved his show. He's done. He's not doing it anymore. You can see, right? So that used to be like the big thing. Right. Now, and so I used to laugh like during Zoom because all these comics like, I want to be on TV. I want to, well, you're on TV. TV, thank you. Right? <laughs> yes. and, and if nobody's laughing at you, he, you know, and again, like, yes. said, no, it doesn't replace. It's certainly just like, just like it doesn't replace when uh, Jim Gaffigan's showing up at Tara Rose. Right. One of our shows. Right. Because he's got a show. He's he's filming a, a Netflix special. It's it's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it, it definitely, it, I, I, I think it's 100% better because, and you know what a lot of comics are doing too? They film their specials. They throw them right on YouTube. Right. And then what are you getting from that? <laughs> right you know and that's it well some of them some are of making them a lot of money because they're I mean. good yeah There's you're right quite a few you're right of them yes. like that are there are up, like the mark normans yes you know yes there's a few of them like his caliber maybe a little bit a tier below not like a gary goldman but like maybe a little tier below a few of them did that they made some good money and then they go out and they and they uh you know tour right so I, this is exactly what I'm saying. Like you're, you know, these people book me on whatever they see, right? Did you see my? Did you even see my YouTube video? Do you do you really want me to do your 75th birthday party? I'll do it. You know, right. I'll probably get, I'll get away with it. 
But am I the person that you want? Or do you want the straight <laughs> comedian? Right. You know what I, I'm saying? I, yeah, I do. I do understand. And I agree with all of I, right? that's it. Yeah, I'm like, Michelle, get out of my head. Like, because I think those same things. And, and you're right. Going back to when I heard comedians on Zoom, they're like, I want to be on TV. I'm not doing Zoom. I'm like, well, this is your stage. Exactly. It, what's your frame? If you don't know how to perform on a on a camera of any type, then how are you going to get a TV show? Uh, you, and know? I, you know, I took, um, I took Rick Crumb's Comedy Cellar class on Zoom. That oh was wow! The best class yeah. I ever took, and and he and he, he was like, and you're in your own. You know, one guy was one from London, you know. Yeah, and it was just like that's what was really cool is you yes. meet these people, and there's a lot of talent. Even when I would do those flapper shows, there's so much talent out there, and it's yes. like, oh man. But you know, now you have a gig that, like, hey, if if I go out there, you know, you guys got something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um. Even like I said, my my friend Jola, she does this. She does a mic every Tuesday night, I think, online. She gets a bunch, of, you know, different people. Yeah, it's a, you get a nice little crowd. You know? Yeah, invite her on Plausible. She has a whole uh, I will whole setup ideal for for her her stuff. I would love to see that. I would oh, go. She's really cool. She does a, she does a comedy show every month. She did a few of them, um, a few different locations this month. It's called Must Love Dogs, and she has it at Boris and Horton. It's a dog cafe in the village, right? Oh, nice. So I've heard dogs, about these things. So the yeah. dogs are there, right? And Boris and Horton's a really cool place. Dogs are there and everything. And so I, I remember the, I did the first show, and it was cool. They all had the dogs, and it was fun. She takes the money, and she'll donate it to, like, a local animal shelter or something like that. And or like, and then they'll have, like, um, it was, uh, like, um... D different uh rescues will come and oh you know, right yeah so did a show the other day so when i adopted pearl i told a friend of mine I, I told the woman that i adopted i said oh my friend does um comedy whatever they do this this and that she was oh that's really nice so sure enough the show she did the other night she was oh i donated it to your rescue yeah oh and that's that cool stuff. yeah she, she did it at like the um there's a uh some museum or like it like the aspca museum they had a show you know she did one in queens but it's uh she it, a nice little business model yeah and and the thing of it is is that you see she, when she she did the flappers the burbank comedy the comedy festival again this year she did she booked her show when she was out there nice you know she, yeah. she got it, that's this so that's what i mean like that's what people don't realize a lot of these comics it's like yeah, you know, hey, um, and then you go, you go to this place, and you go, to, okay, you have a six o'clock show, and then you have a six o'clock show, and then, you know, then you go home. Yep. You know, so I mean, like it's it's the same thing. Like if you have two shows and you want to come home and work on, so you could pop on this. Absolutely. It's it's, right? you know, it's so funny because I miss flappers having their open mics online. Yeah, a lot of people went right back to in person and like dropped all of the online stuff. Um, so, and then there's the other people who are like, nah, I'm going to do all online all the time. Which so is understandable. It, yeah. yeah. It is understandable, like, that they dropped it because, you know, they wanted to go in, in, out, in, out in the open. But it's true because it's it's funny what you said about the other people, that they just went to straight to the online. Because then they try to do comedy in person, and it's like, Jesus. <laughs> right. They're like, no, so no. open. Yeah. You know, and we like, might, we might yeah. end up seeing, like, 
stand up comics and sit down comics. There might yeah. be two different versions coming yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, pandemic, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know the other thing too is like, you know, even like these people that have sketches. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you film that sketch and you're putting it on YouTube and stuff, you know, it's it's the same thing. It, 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 there's a lot you can just get you just can guide them to wherever you want to you know, right. wherever you want them to go. And well, yeah, you know what? Michelle, what I'm thinking is like, I would invite you, like, take this podcast and, you know, set it up and do a live episode on Plausible. And you'd have I was a live. going to say, yeah. Yeah, you'd have a live audience, day. right? Yeah. Because it's know? so funny because it lets you do it on Twitch or YouTube on this thing. And at first I'm like, oh, I should, I should ask her, you know, because it would be cool because it would be like, oh, but I'd rather just do it on yours. Yeah. You know, let's let's experiment and, you know, and do your do your comedy and do your pink flamingo show. Yeah, no, I definitely. Yeah, this thing's a home run, though, honestly. And like I said, I'm going to definitely tell um, a bunch of uh, a bunch of comedians to do. And I, you know, the reaction It's just like with Bonnie Q, the 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 um, the hot topic, Mike, these are some of the comics and they go like this. They sit on the stool like this. <laughs> and then somebody yeah. will say like you know bananas like, I, 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 bananas like they don't like it because they can't work on their you know misogynistic girlfriend joke well i just <laughs> lost it. you know what i mean yes yeah they, they can't do that shit so and like and they leave early well a lot of people don't like change i don't want to do something that hasn't been done i don't want to do something other than what i know i don't want to you know i don't want to be bothered with xyz right yeah. and there are people like that and it's like that's okay that's okay keep doing what you're doing there's plenty of room for a lot of other people on the platform no it's so. true and and yeah. like, always oh, i was saying is like so a lot of these clubs you know so they do that they do that now they have the self-produced shows and then the, you know whatever friday saturday nights the cell like the seller oh when i did that wednesday night the seller the wine was around the door oh wow and on a wednesday night Wednesday night, you know, so you, the, you that's where you go, this, right? Right, but like the but so my thing is, um, you get I noticed like especially in 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 like the city in Manhattan, the lower Manhattan, you know, you go on a Saturday. I used to go on a Saturday. You go to an open mic. You couldn't even walk down St. Mark's. But after the pandemic, you know, a lot of things started to change. Like it's like it's like a European city now. Yeah, it, it, it actually closes like after lunch, and they get ready for dinner, like that kind of thing. And I think a lot of these, like, like millennials, they don't want to stay up, up till they don't have to, right? You yeah. know, Alex Carabano. I don't know if you know his restaurant, the V Spot. Yes, okay. the back room he calls the St. Mark's Comedy Club. I figured they can eat there because yeah. you, you're charging people. You know, twenty something bucks to go to see a kind that show better be good because it's the economy. Nobody, you know, people don't have that money right. to spend. That's the point. No, and then you got to buy two drinks, and then you're paying for parking, or if you're not parking, you're you know, it's transportation just to get there. Transportation, yeah, it's get changed there a lot. Have you? There's right. Only so, so I was just in New York, as you know, and it has changed a lot. You I was. It, People have told me, but it is another thing to experience. Like the whole vibe has changed. The energy has changed. 
What did you It think is so that? different. Like, how is it different? I, it made me kind of sad. Like, um, I know. So here, I was there for four days, right? The first morning, I met a friend for coffee and breakfast. And there was a huge altercation in the diner. Okay. And typically, typically, most people just glance and they keep going. But the whole restaurant stopped. And turned to look like, oh my God, are we all gonna, you know, like oh, what's happening? Yeah, because, shot, yeah, right. But it, but years ago, people, we would, everybody just went about their business, like whatever, right? Oh yeah. Then, so then the the next day, so that was one day. The next day, we were in a cab heading down Amsterdam or up Amsterdam, I should say. It's one way, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's like 10 police cop police cars coming at us the wrong way down the street. And the cab driver was like, oh, my God, this never happens. Like, they only come yeah. down the wrong way if there's something really big. And we had just gone through the intersection and pulled off to the side to let him pass. And they stopped at the intersection. And there were cars coming, cop cars coming from the other way. And everybody got out with their guns drawn. And our cab driver was like, don't get out of the car. And he, he pulls up and he pulls up to the next intersection, pulls over and he gets out of the cab and he starts telling people in the crowd, don't go any farther. They got their guns out. I was yeah. like, I have never seen a cab driver freak out yeah, ever yeah, yeah. about anything. And we ended up getting out and at that point and just going the other direction. But that was weird. And then the, the next day, so now I'm like only on day three and already I've seen like two, two things. Yeah. And then the next day, meet somebody for dinner. We leave there and we see like a smash and grab and a guy running out of a little, you know, bodega with a garbage bag full of stuff. And the guy, yeah. the shop owner, like, ah. Yeah, they they go in. Uh, when I go, we go into Penn Station. I go into the Walgreens there or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. and this guy just like took a bag and I'm right there. And I go, dude, I'm standing right here. Can you, you know, have a little respect. <laughs> just clean the shelves off. Yeah, and that's why a lot of those stores, like the Rite Aid, oh, yeah. they closed up. They said we're not staying open because we're losing money. Well, TSA had taken our tube of toothpaste, so we went into CVS to get a a, a toothpaste, and we had to ask someone to unlock a case. Yeah. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like everything in the front of the store is behind plexiglass. Yeah, everything. And people are just milling about so awkwardly. It's, yeah, the whole city was weird. And even, okay, and, and on Halloween night, I didn't, Halloween's like a party in the entire city typically. And it yeah. was not a party. Right. It was, it was very, it was very quiet. Like it wasn't even, it was odd. That it's, was really right. Weird. Like it's, it, it's not quiet like 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday quiet where. No. It's quiet, like it's like it's almost like shut down. It's quiet, like when I worked in the South Bronx, and it was my first night on patrol, which was actually December twenty eighth. It's my oh, first wow. night on patrol, and I remember it was a freezing cold night, and it was like ten o'clock at night on Southern Boulevard, and there was nobody there, and it was just like this freaking garbage bag was like a tumbleweed. <laughs> yep, it, it's like that. It's, it's weird. Not like, Right, like when I used to, they, after I would do an open mic, I used to host a mic at 10 o'clock on a Monday night, and I'd drive Corey Cunningham over to his apartment on, like, by Penn Station. You know, you still see people, yeah, it's different. No, yeah, and everybody was like, don't go on the subway after 10. No, no. 
They're like, take a cab. I'm like, what? I would, I couldn't live here anymore. I would go broke no. on cabs. I'm and- surprised. Like, I know, like Saturday when I went in, normally I take the Long Island Railroad and I would just take the subway, but I had to make sure I was back in time to pick Pearl up. So I was like, you know what? Let me just drive in. And it's like, I almost liked it better in the sense that A, it's door to door, but B, I didn't have to worry about like some nonsense on the train. Or in Penn yeah. Station when I'm waiting in Penn. There's always some nonsense there. You yeah. Know. And I always felt safe in New York. And now everybody's like, nope, nope, don't get, nope. And I was like, what? This is yeah. so odd. So weird. And that Citizen app. Oh, oh my it's God. constantly going off, right? What a what an anxiety driving. Who created that crap? Like, my partner was, he was like, delete that shit from your phone like right now because i'm like someone just got stabbed or someone's walking around yeah, with I two hockey it. sticks beating people down for money or i feel you know, like at a climate yeah on like seventh avenue is on seventh and 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 seventh and first right on right yeah and i'd be walking out i'd be going to like something on st mark's get pizza and all of a sudden you see my thing would go off and it would be like well, you know, standing and you see everybody running down the block. I go, I'm going to go this way and get pizza. I'm not gonna, <laughs> yep. you know, that's You're like, what good. kind of sauce is on this? I don't go down this place and get it. I don't need yeah. to go to the, uh, the the pizza place over there. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was going off constantly, like 600 feet from you. A man is stabbing people with an used needle. I'm like, what? Right. But see, now that, see, but now you see what I'm saying. So, like, I was going to actually do a show and I was going to make it on a Sunday around brunch time because. Nobody wants to come out at, at no. you know, and especially, like, especially, you know, that's why I said, like, if they're going to go, they're going to go to places like they're going to go see the Christmas tree. They're going to go see a Broadway show. Yeah. They're going to go to the comedy cellar. Um, and there's a lot of activity, like West Fourth, that West Fourth Street station, somebody's always getting jacked up in there every day. Oh man, really? Yeah, and that's my, that's a cool station. because That was like super safe. There was highly populated. Oh, it's so highly populated, just highly populated. And like Eric Adams, he <laughs> says, "Listen, we gotta lock these homeless. Take the take these emotionally disturbed people yeah. and take them off the street. It's right? dangerous." And he goes, "You know, and like right away, like, oh, you know, you're affecting their civil liberties." And he and the, a judge even said, "No, no, no, you're not affecting their civil liberties." If if like I said it to my therapist last week, if you walk by and you see the same homeless person sitting there. The same exact guy talking to himself every day. Isn't it your moral obligation to make sure he's okay? Or are we just fucking going to walk by as a society? I'm not talking about this different, oh, it's a new homeless guy. Right. No, there's a new guy. You see the same fucking guys. You do. Yeah. I've you always know? seen the same people. In New York, you, you yeah. know, oh, this guy, he rides the, I do the, do you remember the guy who would, who would always tell the jokes? And he'd, he would always tell the jokes. He was, he was hilarious. And he'd do the lean back, lean back. I don't, I know you, if you saw him, you would be like, oh, I know that guy. But there were, yeah. I think I know exactly what you mean. You see the face, and he'd like grab the pole and he'd be like, lean back. And he'd, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay. But there are, like, there, there are, yeah, there are the same people. And, and yeah, why do why should we leave people sitting outside, especially right. in the cold and stuff? But it is also very dangerous, um, you know. And they can, you know, they like they're walking out into traffic, like in and different cities that I've been. They walk people. right out into the middle of the intersection, like that's dangerous. For us. this is interesting that you brought this up. So, so just with the violence, doing in person shows and the violence oh, yeah. that has happened to people. 
Like a man out here in Seattle was hospitalized because an audience member got on stage and beat him with a bat. Yeah, and the girl over here in Jersey's, the guy threw a beer at her. Yes, I she saw got that. Like a million, she got to be on um, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Was it Kimmel or Fallon? I think Martin, probably both. I think it was Fallon. Yeah. I think I screwed that up, but whatever. Yeah, I know. Cause, and, and, but it's happening all the time. So that's a thing. Like all of a sudden after the whole, after Will Smith thing happened, well, and Dave I feel Chappelle. like, yeah. And Dave Chappelle was attacked with a guy with a gun that was actually a knife. Like, well, I don't know what that was about, but, but it, that's terrible. Like what is wrong with people? Why are you at a comedy show? Yeah. You know, like that, that shouldn't happen in a comedy. Like that's yeah. the whole thing. But um and yeah. especially the female you know she was at in jersey yes. you could see that happening some yep. stupid ass white trash guy yep. saying some shit because he doesn't like what she said because she's too progressive or some right, nonsense right being a loud mouth with the beer and everything with his friends you could see that happening and she but, handled it like a pro oh you yeah know? god bless her and like i was like i wonder you know like i don't even know if i could have like yeah that, that that's some scary stuff and she yeah took a second took care of went on with business i'm like yes but that shouldn't have happened what happened you know that guy that guy did something before she came in right like he said something what about mm. the person who doesn't say anything right and after when you walk into like how many walk into are, your car at night or something or yeah the subway or you don't you know going down wherever and you, and people it, and people like, oh, or, or I'm on the subway with somebody who I just, like, an audience member, which is fine. But, like, I don't, I'll talk to you, but you're going to be very disappointed because I'm boring. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I do. I do. Yeah, I'm not going to go home and read a book right now, you know. Exactly. It's like the last thing I want to do is talk to people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? People exactly. think comedians are on all the time. It's like, no, that's exhausting. No. no. We are angry and depressed and just like quiet self-loathing yeah introverts like yes yes so that's what i'm saying like i noticed that too and you know like especially in the uh you know in the colder weather people just get more you know because if the weather is cold like it's not like it's like the pandemic but it's not like in the like with the pandemic it's like well you really couldn't go outside so people had all this energy but they were kind of like burning it up somehow yeah. But then when they were allowed out, they just went fucking crazy. Yeah, it got, uh, it got, it got, uh, yeah. You know, how is it? It got weird. Seattle, so I've been doing most everything online because this has kind of been my life and I haven't, I haven't left my desk in years. Yeah. Um, but so I haven't really gone out to see the in person scene yet, and that's something that's on my list of things to do. Yeah. Um, because I do, I do think being out here is important. But I, I also since the pandemic, I feel more introverted mm. than ever. I'll be honest. Mm. You know, like my need to be out is is not as great as it used to be. Right. 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 But. But I do, there's a, there's a good scene here. I hear really good things. I yeah, uh, yeah, people yeah. have been sharing a lot of really good names, um, and I see a lot of people from New York passing through. So that's you know there's clubs out here. A few of them have closed down also. Mm. So, but yeah, it's a it's a decent scene, and and I want to I definitely want to check it out. I'm slow to get out there, 
as much as things have opened up again, it's changed. The vibe has changed. And I don't know, you know, it makes me wonder, like, will it ever go back? I think it's just going to continue to evolve, honestly. I think so, too. Like, see, like, on a Monday, I would go to Bonnie's 5 o'clock mic. Then I would go to her 7 o'clock mic, right? Yeah. My two mics in one day. On a Wednesday, I would go to, um, what's his name's mic, Drew's mic. Then I would go to this Alex and Bonnie's mic. That's my two mics in one day. Then on sun- Saturday, I would go. Maybe a Saturday or Sunday. So, But I would try to go to, like, you know, like on a Saturday, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to Bonnie's mic. Then I'm going to. I also, like, look at, like, what well, this before I had the dog. I have to get out of the house. Yeah. Um, But with that in mind, what did I do this month? Oh, I had a show at the New York Comedy Club. I went to Drew's mic before I had the show. I had a, a show at the Greenwich Village. I went to the Bonnie's mic before, like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think there's yeah. also a certain point, and and like I, but like I don't mind. But if I'm gonna go to a mic and I'm gonna spend time there, it's gonna be the people I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it should be like I feel like every mic has its own personality depending right. on who's running the room, and so you just kind of go around and you try the mics. And I yeah. also I like trying the mics that I feel really uncomfortable at too. Right. Because, you know, not every audience is gonna be friendly. Yeah, um, and then like yeah. Then, like, there's some of these mics, um, comedians on the loose, they run a mic and whatever. And it's, like, it, it's okay. It could be a pain in the neck. But you know what? Hey, it's a mic. And it's, yeah. it's I think this thing is, this is, this plausible is a home run. Well, thank you. I, I'm excited to, to see you on there and see know, you I'm doing your thing. I'll be an audience member soon. <laughs> right? This has been amazing. Well, thank you for talking with me. It's good catching up with you. Always good catching up with you. Thanks for having me on here. Oh, I thank you for doing it. And next time I'm in New York, we're hanging out, but it will be in the morning or early afternoon before dark. (laughs) And when I did ride the subway, I noticed that everybody was standing in the middle of the platform with their back up against a wall. Yeah, that's that's my biggest fear, too. I don't like that shit. No, I don't. That's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, thanks. No, thanks. Stay above ground.